Welcome to the Hooked on Fantasy Podcast with your host, Luke Sawhook. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Hooked on Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Sawhook, and today we have another uh, amazing guest. Just uh, met him a few days ago over on Twitter. And seems like he's an up and cover man. I'm really excited to have him on. Uh, Jagger, what's up, man? How you doing? At Fantasy Blue Chip over on Twitter. What's up, man? I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so today we're going to be doing a little bit of a free agency preview. I believe it opens up on Tuesday, right? Do you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Tuesday, yeah, because yeah, we just got the legal tampering period. That's a, a fun legal term, so... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, like they can actually tamper now. Actually, I think this is uh, something that I think that's a little interesting. Um, I don't know if you follow the NBA at all, but I mean, I do a little bit, and I know like tampering is like a huge deal uh, in the NBA. Like people get fined for it and stuff all the time, and it happens in the NFL too. But like, I feel like what's going on recently on Twitter with like Aaron Rodgers and like Sauce Gardner and Brees Hall, everybody's like, "Yo, come to New York." Like Sauce said, "Like I'll stop. Uh, I won't pick you off in practice, and I'll burn my cheese head I got from Lambo if you come." To New York. <laughs> I just think it's crazy. Like that's not considered like finable uh, tampering in the NFL. I, mean, I like it. I just don't know, you know, like what, where is the line? You know, it's interesting. I think tampering is a stupid rule anyway. It's kind of like a right. labor law thing where it's just like, don't talk about your salary. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's the, that is the dumbest thing in work ever, by the way. Yeah. The yeah. Yeah. Like it's, the worst. it's so stupid. it's like the NFL version of that. Don't talk to your friends about coming. Yeah, to yeah. Don't together. talk to your coworkers. You're not allowed. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So we're going to get right into it here. Get it rolling rapid fire style through a list of some of the top quarterbacks, running backs, Wide receivers and tight ends available because, you know, it's fantasy football. We only care about offense around here. Don't play IDP personally. So uh, let's, get, let's get right into <laughs> some of these big names here. Let's get after it. All right. So first up, we have quarterbacks, of course. Um, there's, I mean, there's quite a few free agent quarterbacks available. But these are the only two uh, that really oh, – sorry. Well, <laughs> I'll talk about Lamar, I guess, too. I don't know why he's not on here. Three that are available that people really care about. So, I mean, first and foremost, let's kick it off. Uh, Lamar Jackson, what do you think is going to happen with that situation? Do you think he's going to stay in Baltimore or, or go elsewhere? I think he's either – like, Baltimore is playing hardball with him. Like, I think Schefter uh, kind of put out, like, a, a little spiel about it to where they're like, okay, we can't deal with you. You go figure out the market. And they're basically right. asking other teams to do the work for them. And then right. after that, you're going to come back home and eventually take whatever we're going to give you because that's your only option. You know, like, like that, that's what it feels like to me. But if he goes anywhere, I feel like it's going to be Washington – because Dan Snyder Ooh. just like doesn't care. He doesn't care. Like really, he's you think halfway gonna, out. You think he's gonna go to Washington? That's interesting. It just it, they're the only ones who I, I I don't think they came out and said you know like we're not interested. Were they on that list or? I'm not like, sure if because, they were like, or not. I think they might have been actually. But if they did, I think that it definitely would be a great move for their franchise. Get Lamar Jackson. But mm -hmm. I mean, would Lamar want to play there? Is my question. I think that they're. I don't think they're any worse. Actually, I think they're better off than where the Ravens are at because you got an elite receiving core. You have Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson, and then Curtis Samuel, and you have sure. an okay offensive line. You've got at least whatever you think of Brian Robinson Jr., he's somebody. 
you know, and then like I'm assuming Antonio Gibson's still going to be there. And then you have one of the deepest drafts that for the running back position that we've, we've seen in a long time. And then the defense, you got Chase Young, uh, like Montez Sweat. There's a lot there to where you feel like you could be competitive and at least like make it to the tournament, you know, because like and, and actually be competitive in the tournament. Because when you think about where the Ravens got and how they and how they performed, it's incredibly disappointing when you consider that Lamar probably would have got him at least to like the. I don't know, like one game further than Huntley did. So, yeah, absolutely. I I think for me, uh, just pivot to my pick here for Lamar. I think if he's going to go anywhere that's not Baltimore, which I think is pretty likely, by the way, I think he's going to stay most mm-hmm. likely, honestly. But I think if he does leave, I feel like it's going to be the Jets, honestly. I mean, I understand like they're highly engaged with Rodgers right now. So, like, obviously, this, this changes if, you know, Rodgers gets traded to New York tomorrow and Lamar still has this whole free agency thing going on. Um, but I think that they've been by far the most vocal. Um, I don't know if you've seen the headlines, but there's been a lot recently of just like, hey, like the Jets, like they're not scared to pay up like high price for a top notch quarterback. So I think that they're Super Bowl roster. Yeah, yeah, they they have that Mm -hmm. that defense is going to be you know firing all cylinders. Sauce Gardner can lock down any top receiver in the AFC, Mm -hmm. which is a huge advantage, right? And they also have Quentin Williams on the inside to stuff the run. And then offense, you know, Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore are very, very good. I think Elijah Moore is incredibly underrated, by the way. And then Brees mm-hmm. Hall will be back again next year. They're probably going to add even more to that offense in the draft. Like, I love the Jets. Um, if they could get Lamar or Aaron Rodgers, I think they're definitely going to be – if, if Rodgers goes there tomorrow, are they Super Bowl contenders? Would you label them as contenders? Yeah, they. I mean, I don't like Aaron Rodgers, and everyone everyone keeps saying, "Well, like he didn't have, he didn't get over 250 yards one time." I, it's not that he wasn't he wasn't the, his best, but it's not because of Aaron Rodgers. You know, oh, absolutely, I mean, great take. Yeah, great I, take. I, I, yeah, I was about to say it's like I, again, I don't like Aaron Rodgers at all, but let's be honest, he's talented. You know, so like I, I think they're a Super Bowl contender. That entire roster is elevated. You know, yeah, the defense doesn't have to stay on the film uh, on the field. Um, you got a, a good stable of running backs. I'm a Patriots fan, so it really sucks seeing everyone else mm. in that division be really, really good. You know? Right, right, right. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Um, but I, I think another thing that's interesting too with Rodgers, when people talk about how he was last season, I think it's honestly one of those takes where it's like, do you know football or not? With like how you felt about Aaron Rodgers' performance yeah. on the field last year, because mm. dude, he was throwing to like nobody until Christian Watson came on strong at the end of the mm-hmm. year. And then also he had a broken thumb on his throwing hand for like the entire season. Mm-hmm. So like, it's like ba- bad Aaron Rodgers. Like we watched incredibly bad quarterback football. That's why Daniel Jones gets a contract that he has now. That's why Derek Carr is getting that contract. We saw incredibly bad football and bad Aaron Rodgers is still better than 20 other quarterbacks in the league. Like Certainly. Absolutely. Without a doubt in my mind, if he's healthy, he's easily top 10 still, 100%. Yeah. And the Jets don't need great. I mean, they won a lot of games this year with Mike White and horrible Zach Wilson. So yeah. like, they can do get by with anybody. Uh, let's get into another quarterback here on the list, our, our first um, meh guy, Carson Wentz. First of all, do we care? Second of all, where do you think he's going to go? I don't care, and I think he goes home to Frank Reich. Frank Reich is his uh, – football daddy and he needs to go under that wing to be a backup or locker room mentor. Cause like uh, you hear all the reports of how he was with the Eagles. Like I, right. I don't, 
if he's still that guy where he's that arrogant after his career has taken this turn, he is something. I I, I wouldn't have that confidence, you know. But like yeah. he's got he's got to mentor somebody or be a quality backup that can at least not lose you a game. And the Panthers, I guess they got Sam Darnold or something. But like like what what does that mean? You know, like yeah, I, I, he's irrelevant. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that's my pick for Wentz as well. I think it makes a lot of sense for him to reunite with Frank Reich out in Carolina. I feel like it just makes a perfect, you know, perfect fit for them. They can get him as a veteran bridge gap kind of guy. And then they'll probably draft a rookie uh, pretty high this year. At least I project. So uh, it, it'd be like, you know, the Steelers signing Mitch Trubisky last year before they drafted Kenny Pickett. Similar thing. You know, that's what I think a lot of these teams are going to do this year is going to try to sign those veteran guys and then draft a rookie. And then we'll get to our, our second quarterback here. Just a transition. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, where do you think that he's going to land? Uh, do you think a team's going to sign him who's going to be drafting a rookie, or do you think he could wind up somewhere like New York uh, if they don't get Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson? Um, this is the one I, I do care about this because he's got he's got juice in the tank. Jimmy G had a decent year, and he's a starting quarterback. Again, the bar is real, real bad right now, real, real bad. So um, I read a report that the Texans want to bring in Jimmy G and then draft a QB. I really, really like that idea because like the Texans have been so bad for so long that I'm not a fan. I'm ready for them to be something. So to me, you get a, you get, you get best of both worlds. You get a veteran presence that you can win games. If you draft a receiver, you can develop a receiver. And then let's say they do get Anthony Richardson or something like that. You're not forcing that guy to go out and start right away. And to me, Anthony Richardson or Will Levis would be the only reason why you go and, and, and get Jimmy G. Because I think personally Stroud and Young are ready to start right now. I so if totally agree with you 100%. Yeah. I think it's going to be really interesting. To, well, I'll, I'll say this. I think it's really interesting or maybe really telling that they are interested in Jimmy G. I'm pretty sure I actually quote tweeted that report the other day saying that the mm-hmm. Texans are interested in him. I was like, well, this just screams Anthony Richardson. Yeah, um, yeah. Because like, you know, like if you're started if you're getting Jimmy G, who I think is the most quality veteran quarterback available in free agency this year, that's not Lamar Jackson, right? Yeah. Um, you know, after car and everyone's off the board. So I think if you like like you just mentioned, Bryce Young and CJ Stroud are gonna be good to go day one to get in there and start. Maybe not mm-hmm. be like a top fifteen guy immediately. You know, there's gonna be rookies still, but they definitely are franchise quarterbacks, you know, get in there and start day one material. Anthony Richardson and Will Levis, they could use, especially Richardson, could use some time to mature on the bench and get some practice reps in. Um, So Jimmy G to the Texans, I think, would be very, very telling of who they're favoring to draft at two or if they move up to one. Um, So I I, I think that the Texans make sense, um, but I also would love to see him on the Jets. I'm not going to predict him to go to the Jets, too, because I can't have a flawless prediction record Mm -hmm. if I'm predicting Lamar to go there, too. So I'll Mm -hmm. say Jimmy G goes to... Hmm. I don't know, man. It's kind of hard to pick out another team. I'll, I'll, I don't know who I'm going to go it's, with. I'm going to think, I'm going to think hard. Who do I want to say? You know what? I'll go with Houston. I think it makes, I think it makes sense, I guess. But like, if you yeah, don't, the only, don't Houston, I, there's not a lot of teams where it makes sense for him to go. I think Atlanta, I think that's the only other one. Cause like, um, yeah, I think they like, I, the I have, though, man. I don't know. It's weird. That's concerning because they liked Mariota oh, too. But, good comment yeah. here from uh, Benny Franks on Twitch. Jimmy G to Tampa. That makes sense, actually. Tom Brady's oh, gone. That does make- you can get the guy yeah. who backed up Tom Brady. I mean, it's a field general kind of guy. If they want to yeah. keep that team together as much as they can, I think it's the the one spot where – or sorry, the one quarterback you can bring in if you're Tampa 
for little to no investment of capital to you and, uh, you know, get some some decent production there. So that, that'd be interesting for sure. All right, let's move on to the running backs here because besides Wentz, Jimmy G, and Lamar Jackson, there's not a whole lot we care about that's, like, actually going to be hitting the open market at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's get some running backs. There's actually a, a lot of names here that I think are pretty interesting for fantasy uh, that are going to be hitting the open market here. Let's start off first with Kareem Hunt, man. Um, Kareem Hunt obviously, you know, started off his career fantastic with the Kansas City Chiefs. Had some off-the-field issues, uh, went over to the Cleveland Browns, where he's been backing up Nick Chubb here for a few years. He's getting a little up there in age, but he still had a pretty good season last year. Um, where do you think he's going to go? Do you think there's a chance that he could land a, a, a starting job or a lead-back role? Um, I don't think he's a lead-back anymore. And anyone like, like – like, I think Cream Hump was okay, but like the juice that we right. saw the year where him and Nick Chubb were like quality fantasy starters every year, that's gone. So, right. like, I, I know Eagles are the sweet spot, you know, like, like that's one. Another dark horse, I think, is him going home to the Chiefs because, like, they don't really mm. care about running back as a position. But I, as much as people like the, I like the Isaiah Pacheco story, he's a very replaceable player in my opinion oh, and like yeah and like it's like to me kareem hunt <clears throat> he offers things that uh pacheco doesn't have which is uh passing yeah you know like like kareem hunt you can essentially put on the field every snap and he can be effective whereas you're doing the whole jerica mckinnon and um the uh, jerica mckinnon and pacheco uh tango i, I, I don't know kareem hunt seems better and um, at, at Benny, again, as an Eagles fan, I'd certainly take Hunt. Yeah, l- like almost any one of these running backs needs to go to the Eagles if they're not going to draft someone first round. Like I just yeah. – like, Super Bowl team, go get someone you know is good. Like go get David Montgomery. He's not a stud, but on behind that offensive line, he'll look like one. I think David Montgomery would actually be highly productive in the Eagles offense. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I mean, yeah. they, they, might, they make Miles Sanders look damn good. I will say, I think Miles Sanders is pretty underrated. He's been extremely efficient in Philly, but we're actually going to talk about him next here. Um, well, actually, I didn't make my prediction for Cream Hunt. I think, where would I go if I were Cream Hunt? I think he's going to get a backup job. I don't think he's going to get anything too crazy. I think yeah. Miami could make some sense for Kareem Hunt. Um, oh, go get into that over there. I think that would be interesting for him. Um, Chiefs make sense for sure. I think he could go to a lot of teams, honestly. I think a lot of teams could use a Kareem Hunt right now. You know, it's a really solid RB2 who can do a little bit of everything. Um, you know, if the starter goes down, he's more than capable of sliding in there and being the guy for your team. Um, I would really like to see Kareem Hunt go to somewhere like Miami. I think it would be pretty interesting. Um, up next, let's talk about Rashad Penny. Uh, I'll go first on this one. Penny is interesting. He's not the youngest anymore. Had a pretty severe injury last season that kept him out majority of the year and let Kenneth Walker take over that starting job for the Seattle Seahawks. But before that, I mean, he was really productive. He was, you know, I mean, he's he's been balling uh, later in his career. Uh, you know, he's a notorious first-round draft pick bust, unfortunately. Uh, but, you know, he's had some decent years here uh, with Seattle over the 2021 and 2022 beginning of the season. Um, I'm not sure what the market will be like for Rashad Penny, how much they'll factor in his injury, how much they care about how effective he's going to be. Again, I, I think I'll, I'll go with Miami as my prediction. He just seems like a, a guy that, that would fit into that Kyle Shanahan style running scheme that Mike McDaniel is going to employ again this year in Miami. He's just another guy who's like been productive elsewhere, still has plenty of bursts probably. He, he would have a role in that committee. So I'll, I'll say Miami again there. What about you? 
Um, Jaguars are a dark horse because um, like um, Doug like Peterson that. is yeah. Doug Peterson has basically said that they want to put out two or three backs, and he's always had two or three backs in rotation. So sticking to that same theme, I think. Uh, and again, we keep saying Eagles. This like someone posted on Twitter that Rashad Penny seems like a Howie Roseman hire because like Rashad <laughs> Penny is probably you want to talk about bang for buck. He's the best bang for buck right now. He's he's got talent. He just sure. is made of glass or something like that. So I think right. I, I think the Jags might be a good spot. I think that's a really good spot. And also I want to bring up uh, the Texans as well because, you know, I like Damian Pierce. Mm. Uh, I'm a Damian Pierce believer, if you will, in the terms of the talent. But he's a two-down grinder. I mean, we all know this. They definitely could use a bit of a, a, a dual-threat presence. I'm not saying Rashad Penny because he's not very good at catching passes either. But I'm just saying in general with these running backs, they're, they're a team to watch for sure. I think they're definitely yeah. going to add to the running back position this offseason. Um, uh, either through the draft or through free agency because they need somebody else. I mean, they went into this year with pretty much Damian Pierce and Rex Burkhead's corpse. Uh, now they had Chase Edmonds. I don't know if he's still under contract there in Houston coming into next year. Um, but I would expect them to add to that backfield. And then another team too, that actually I'll change my prediction for Rashad Penny. I think the Denver Broncos make a lot of sense for Rashad Penny. Ooh, that, is, that, that is a good one. Yeah, He's going to be out for oh, – oh, actually there's been a lot of reports saying he could be out for like – Barely any time, a little bit of time, a long time next year. It's still very much up in the air. It's kind of giving me like J.K. Dobbins vibes from this past offseason. Like 100% J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, absolutely. It feels really, really similar. So I think they're definitely going to add either a veteran presence or maybe maybe a late day two pick, like a third round running back or something like that. I don't really expect them to invest second round plus capital. That'd be pretty surprising to me. Um, but I think a guy like a Kareem Hunt, a Rashad Penny – or uh, a guy we have next on this list, Miles Sanders, makes a lot of sense for them. Um, what do you think yep. about Penny? I, again, I think he's just a, a he's a discount, and I think he's like any team you're going to look at where he, where he goes, and you're going to think it's a good signing because he's so talented, and because of his history, you have all that leverage to probably put in incentives. Like if you get hurt, you know, like you're going to lose money. That's just the way it is, you know. Right. So like, I. I Anywhere, like, because right now with the running back scape, there's so many free agents and and so many moving parts, and then we got the 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 rookies coming in to consider that it's easier to look at it as to who has their running back, who has their guy, and it's only like four people. You really think about it, it's like the Colts got Jonathan Taylor, the Jets have Brees Hall, um, ETN. Is, more, but yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but anyway, so uh, moving on from Penny there, Miles Sanders is the next name to watch. Um, okay. I think, again, I'll, I'll actually go with the Denver Broncos as a prediction there. I think it makes sense with the uncertainty surrounding Javante. I feel like he's not going to go for that much money in the open market, honestly, just because, I mean, he's been efficient, but I think a lot of GMs will know it's due to scheme and playing with Jalen Hurts. Yep. Um, so I, I think he'd be a nice fit in Denver. I think he could be a nice one-two punch with Javante when they're both healthy. And when he's not healthy, Javante, that it is, I think Sanders will be a week one starter, no problem for Denver if they need one. Mm -hmm. That's a great, that's a great landing spot. I think that's almost best case scenario because um, you get the best of both worlds. Because I, I think that um, 
Pete, not Pete Carroll. Uh, I think that Sean Payton is going to have um, multiple running backs. You know, he's going to have his guy between the tackles, which will probably be Javante. And not that he can't do the whole passing game thing, but Miles Sanders just to have as a rotation and somebody that could come in while Javante's gone. That, that's a great, that's a, a great landing spot. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks. I'm, I'm so smart. Anyways, uh, let's move on to our last running back here, who I think could land really anywhere, uh, David Montgomery. I think that he's probably the guy that I would want to sign the most out of these running backs yep. uh, if I were an NFL team looking for a running back. And I think if I, if this team doesn't draft a running back, which I think they might, uh, I'm going to go with the Carolina Panthers. I think that makes sense for David Montgomery to be there. Um, he'd be like the lead back of a likely RBBC, in my opinion. Um, I think David Montgomery definitely could have a role with that team. It kind of just feels like a fit to me. I don't know why. Like, I can just envision him in the uniform. Uh, I feel like it just feels right. He can do a little bit of everything that you need. He's still, you know, plenty efficient as a runner. I think it just makes sense. Yeah, like, because all they have is, like, Deontay Foreman. Right. And, and yeah, so, like, that. that's – um. I think that would probably be my favorite landing spot for fantasy because, like, He's easily better than Deontay Foreman, I think. For but, sure. And most people are like running back by committee and they need a, a a guy. I know a lot of people have him like mocked or whatever. Again, the Eagles are going to keep coming up for every running back, you know, but like to me, he's probably going to go to where the most money is. And I think sure. the Panthers probably have it. So I agree I with think, you there. I think um, uh, David Montgomery to Carolina kind of would give me the same vibes as like James Conner to Arizona. It kind of feels uh, yeah. similar to me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Get them a Kyler and see, and, and then, and then we'll see that offense. Right. Uh, what's your pick for his landing spot, Montgomery? Um, I'm actually, I'm going to agree with you. I like the Panthers okay. a lot. Okay. And then, yeah, I, I like that landing spot. Cause uh, the one before that, he was actually my pick to go to the, um, um, but I agree with you that the Texans need another guy because all they right. had was like Rex Burkhead. But David Montgomery and and Damian Pierce kind of do the same things. Damian Pierce is sure. a little bit stronger of a runner. But. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's get into the wide receivers here. Uh, why don't you go first here? Actually, I'll start off with a little bit of story. I don't know if you saw this, uh, but it's Alan Lazard. And I don't know if – did you see the infamous quote that came out during the combine about an NFL GM or some kind of executive saying, quote, my nipples are hard for Alan Lazard. I did hear that. I did that because, like, wasn't that the Ravens or something like? that? I don't know who it was. I yeah, I think it was just like some anonymous exec. It's just like a funny quote that's been going around from the combine. Like everyone, all those guys hanging out, like all the execs and stuff. So, I mean, nipples are hard for Lazard. I mean, where do you think he's gonna land? Um, the Ravens were a spot. I hope. I, it's not enough. Like, like I, I don't think Alan Lazard's the guy to go there, but. It seems like something that the Ravens would do. Um, another, I don't another one coming for Baltimore, man. As far as the passing game goes, after they've moved on mm-hmm. from Roman now, like I hope they move past, like the try to move past the stigma of like these wide receivers not wanting to play there. Try to be, like become a more wide receiver friendly offense. I think would be really, really great for them. Another good one that I think would be the Colts. I think I think that's underrated because like oh. you want to think of what the Colts need. They had a bad offense. Uh, bad offensive line, but they have good offensive linemen. Like the reason why their offensive line sucked was injuries. You couldn't, I mean, uh, even Quentin Nelson said that he wasn't himself and he's one of the best guards in the NFL. But right. like, I, I imagine them drafting a QB and then you have Michael Pittman, Alan Lazard, and then Alec Pierce or per- whatever their small guy they keep around out of the <laughs> slot. Yeah, and, and then that, 
Yeah, one of them. And then and then Jonathan Taylor in the backfield. And then you have a quarterback away from like a top 10 offense, you know. Right. So yeah, I, I, really, I, really I really like, like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the other the other one, again, this is kind of old school Giants, but it feels like David Gettleman would, would get Alan Lazard. I don't know why, but th- this seems like something he would do because it's gross. And this isn't, isn't what anybody wants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, totally, totally. I'll, I'll keep it quick here. We'll, we'll speed up here for the last few just because we're running out of time. Mm-hmm. But Alan Lazard, I feel like the Colts are a really good fit. Absolutely. I'm going to go with the Colts. I like that a lot. Uh, up next, Juju Smith-Schuster. I'll keep this one short. I think he's going to return to Kansas City, honestly. Yeah. Um, okay. I think it just makes sense. They won the Super Bowl. He seems happy there. They seem happy with him for the most part. I think it makes sense for him just to return there. I agree. I, I won't even add to that. I think. <laughs> okay, cool. DJ Chark, I feel like, feels similar to Alan Lazard in my mind. You know, bigger bodied, field stretching kind of guy. I feel like he'll be a little bit cheaper. Uh, a lot of teams could use a DJ Chark, honestly. A lot of teams really could. And I'll throw my favorite team's hat into the ring for this one. I'm not too sure if they're even interested, but I'll go Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't know why. It just feels like a piece that actually could actually make an impact on this team. Uh, you have Deontay Johnson. You have George Pickens. They traded away Chase Claypool, who was their bigger body field stretching guy. They drafted Calvin Austin this past year, who didn't get to play at all this season due to an injury. Mm-hmm. He's like their smaller field stretching guy. I feel like if you need a bigger body target who can go down the field and like you know create some separation underneath, I think Chark could be a guy who could get at a reasonable cost uh, who can make an impact on that team. So I'll go Steelers. I like Atlanta as a number two to um, to Drake London and our guest number three, when you consider pits uh, and then um, uh, uh, this, another one, this is a dark horse. I really like DJ Chark for the chiefs. Let's say they like don't go with Juju yeah. and they yeah. bring in Chark because like he, he, like they don't have a big guy, like you said, and right. he can go and, and, and challenge the defense deep and be, um, they like an X and you can move your gadget guys all over the place. So I actually like that as a fit. Um, other than that, Chark is, he's not like super appealing away from like a stud quarterback in my opinion. Right. Yeah, I totally agree. All right, here we go with our next receiver. We have Sterling Shepard. This is an interesting name to me. I think he could be a guy who could go to a team like a, uh, maybe like Miami or maybe like uh, like Atlanta or something, be like that wide receiver two slash three kind of guy. Um, mm-hmm. I don't really see him making a huge impact for a team going forward because he's starting to get a little up there in age, coming off some more injuries. But I think he's a, he's a sneaky name to watch in my opinion. Yeah. And again, it's never been about talent. It's been about health, you know, like, like right. the, the two games he plays a year. Yeah. He's good. So like, um, Again, you want to talk about number twos, like or, or someone who just could use another guy. I like Atlanta. Uh, something we don't talk about that I forgot about all these receivers. Um, granted, they don't have any cap, but that doesn't seem to matter. But like the Saints, you know, Sterling Shepard is like cap doesn't exist. So no, it's like a mirage. But like he's so cheap, and they like like what what is it? Rashid Shahid is a number two now. Michael Thomas is probably hey, Rashid Shahid is kind of a dog though. I'm not gonna lie. That, uh, he, he's good is what I'm saying. But like, yeah. what if there were three guys that, that were, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 for sure. For sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right. Jacoby Myers, I think is the headliner of this wide receiver class. In my opinion, he's super underrated. I, I, the headliner is a week. Ago. <laughs> it's like a music festival yeah. go to, um, but like it, it looks, it's cool. He's the headliner. But anyway, I, I like Jacoby. I think he's pretty underrated. 
He's he's been a victim of the New England Patriots uh, suck the life out of you environment there, where he like nobody really cares about him because he's not really getting much attention uh, in New England. But I think Jacoby Myers, like he's a Chicago Bear, right? I feel like it's just it just makes sense. They need wide receivers. He's the best one. They have all the cap space in the world. Jacoby Myers, you're a Chicago Bear. Congratulations. I mean. If you want to talk about someone who can just get open, like like Jacoby Myers could, because like 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 that that's where the Bears are at. Like how, someone get open, please, because like right. all they have is Equiminius St. Brown who does one thing good, which is like <laughs> occasionally go down deep and he may or may not catch it. You know, like, like may or may not but, is yeah. yeah, that's pretty key there. Yeah, yeah, and then um, I I I know they won't do this, but I think he should stay a Patriot because like now that they have. Uh, Bill so O'Brien, please, bro. He needs to leave, man. Please. I'm a Patriots please, fan. Please. I'm a Patriots fan. I'm sorry, oh, but God, you're right. Bro. Yeah, I'm, you're, you're right. You're I'm right. not trying to steal your joy, <laughs> but like he needs to leave, man. I just, I don't I, know. I, I, I would don't leave. Know. I would leave if I was him. I would leave. To be yeah, I, dude. The Patriots just their offense just feels gross right now. I don't know what it is. Like I think Matt Jones is a capable quarterback. It's just like that mm-hmm. team right now. It just feels gross. Like I just I'm not excited about any of those offensive pieces like at all. Well, it's because he had a defensive coordinator like being an offensive coordinator. Yeah, Matt Patricia out, ruins everything. Matt Patricia ruins yeah. everything. Totally. Insane. He's the opposite of King Midas. Anything he touches turns to shit. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't understand it. <laughs> He's the opposite of King Midas. That's a good quote. All right, all right. Let's wrap up wide receivers here. OBJ, I mean, he's a cowboy, right? Yeah. I think he's, he's a, a cowboy. cowboy. I, I, yeah, like, I, I don't know what they – I don't know where else he would go because they're dumb enough to overpay for him, I feel like. Right? Dude, I think he's good still. I'm not going to lie. I'm an OBJ apologist at this point. I think he's been playing well when he's been healthy. He just can't stay healthy with that knee, dude. I mean, it's pretty unfortunate. Mm-hmm. I think he has plenty of talent still. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the chat's liking the Matt Patricia comment. Uh, I agree. Oh, that, yeah. was, that, was, that was cool. <laughs> All right, let's move into the tight ends here. We'll, we'll rapid fire these off because most of these guys are on the borderline of irrelevance. Yeah. We'll start off with Dalton Schultz. He's the one we care about the most here. He was bad last season with Cooper Rush. Great last season with Dak Prescott. He's probably not going to stay in Dallas, in my opinion, after they tag Tony Pollard. What are your thoughts on Schultz? Where do you think he could go that would be a nice fantasy relevant spot for him? The Texans need a guy. I, like, That'd be nice. Know, yeah, they they just need. I I use the term playmaker loosely. So like like, but <laughs> he can he can get open. He can block. He can catch passes. That's like he's a reliable, consistent weapon. You know. Yeah, exactly. Like like he's a guy you could give a three year contract probably and just say here be for a sure. safety blanket. For sure. Um, but that, that, that's the only one that sounds like a nice spot, in my opinion. I really, I really like that that take about you know just they need a guy, and I think that's really smart too. Especially if you're looking to add a rookie quarterback, you know they need that safety mm-hmm. blanket. They need that guy who they can just look over the middle of the field and find when they're they're checking down, getting to the third read. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. I think a spot that would be a little bit more sexy if you're really trying to like reach a little bit for something fun. I think the LA Chargers could be really cool. Um, you know they, they've struggled to find their tight ends. After Hunter Henry departs uh, yeah. departure, um, I think he'd be a really interesting piece there to play along with uh, with Keenan and Mike. So that'd be really cool to see him with Justin Herbert. I think that'd be pretty fun for fantasy. Um, Cross pine mm-hmm. chats like the Texans take. I agree, that was a good one for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to the relevant garbage that we don't really care about too much, but they're there and we have to acknowledge them. Uh, Mike Asiki, thoughts on him? Pretty productive in Miami before the new system this year with Tyreek Hill and everybody. Uh, do you think he has a home somewhere, and should we care about him for fantasy? 
Uh, if Cincinnati doesn't draft anyone to bring back Hurst, he's my favorite to go to go there because he's an athletic okay. guy. You know, like, do they need another weapon? No, they don't need it, but it'd be fun. You know? I think they're, I think they're <laughs> drafting a tight end. Honestly, I think they're getting yeah, a in there. Yeah, if they fall. Or, yeah, yeah, or, or even uh, get Michael Mayer, like whatever their favorite is. I, I agree. So. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Uh, quickly, <laughs> Austin Hooper. Do we care about him anymore? I don't even, I forgot he was a person. Like, uh, like, like I thought <laughs> he was a thing for a little bit. Because, bro, like, bro, I forgot he existed. That's yeah. Crazy. Cause, like, I remember people were hyping him up for being a fall down guy for like three games. But, like, I don't know. He does nothing to me. Same thing with Chad saying Mike is he's really good. I think, listen, I think he's talented. I think he's. Real life, a top 15 tight end probably. But for fantasy, like, do we care about a guy who's going to go to somewhere and catch, I don't know, six touchdowns a year, not really be that productive for fantasy? I mean, I think at worst, I mean, at best, he's like the tight end nine, you know? Like, do we really care about that that much? I don't know. To me, with all the rookies coming in, I I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I I don't really care. It's hard for me to tell. I don't. Yeah, I, I, it's one of those wait and see things. Like I'm not gonna overdraft him, or you know, I'm I'm not gonna get all hard like Lazard for Gasecki or anything. <laughs> like that. Nice, nice, nice segue. All right, uh, rapid fire. Hayden Hurst. I want him back in Cincinnati if they don't draft somebody. Yeah. If not, no. somewhere Texans okay. might be nice, yeah. honestly. Yeah, Texans. Yeah. I don't know, bro. I don't know. And then Robert Tunyon. Don't care. Yeah, he's one of those guys. I think he's only good with Rodgers and Green Bay. Like, and that's done. So, right, right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, well, but that's a wrap on today's show. Jagger, dude, thank you so much for coming on. You're crushing it. I can't wait to see your growth. Yeah, yeah. Drop him a follow on Twitter. It's at Fantasy Blue Chip. Um, pretty self explanatory how to spell that. Fantasy Blue Chip. Um, have a great one, everybody. I'll be back with another episode on Tuesday. We have another guest coming on. Uh, Madden YouTuber and Twitch streamer Scomo should be pretty interesting. He obviously is an NFL and fantasy football fan too. Uh, so it should be pretty cool to talk to him. Uh, Jagger, thanks again for coming on, man. And everybody else, have a good one, guys. See you next time. Goodbye.